Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Flourish Podcast with Dr. Tony Ingram, where you will hear straight from some of the best practitioners and leaders in wellness on how to take control of your family's physical, spiritual, and mental health, because we are all designed to flourish. Now, as a reminder, this show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the Flourish podcast should be taken as medical advice. For your own specific medical advice, please always consult with your own healthcare providers. Now, today, we are bringing back Jennifer Massad for part two of our conversation together. So if you haven't listened to part one, stop this recording right now and go right back and listen to the first part of the episode. So just to remind you, Jennifer Massad is a makeup artist with over 10 years experience in the beauty industry. She began her career with Estee Lauder, where she received training in proper skincare routines before becoming a MAC makeup artist at Nordstrom North Park. Jennifer's passion for her clients and love of makeup inspired her to establish Gen X Faces, which specializes in makeup for weddings, beauty, fashion, editorial, media, and education. Her company partners with some of the best-in-class bridal services in Dallas. Jennifer's work has been featured on Bravo TV and the broadcast, in D Magazine, and in Grace Ormond Wedding Style Magazine. With experience in many cultures and makeup disciplines, Jennifer leverages her knowledge of skincare to prepare each of her clients for the wedding day. When skin is in balance, makeup looks its best and has the greatest longevity. Jennifer is a native of Dallas, is bilingual, and enjoys spending time with her friends, family, and her love of all things blue. So I hope you enjoy the second part of this episode. I, I'm i not saying I don't use retinol, okay? I'm just saying we have got to bring up critical thinking when it, and, and don't just buy stuff um, because... Um, these companies are like, I have never seen companies come out with new products and I don't even know how the R and D like go to sleep at night because we have to create new things all the time. And that's not, that's not good for skin. Skin likes consistency, just like us. We need a schedule. We need, we need sleep. Right. And and your skin needs to know what to expect. For sure. For sure. So you, so we didn't talk a lot about retinol yet, but you do use a retinol sometimes or you use it. I do because, so this is where like, um, I joke about, you got to pay to play. I'm Mm -hmm. not in the natural world. I love it. Um, do, do I reformulate my recipes to be less gluteny? And am I using monk fruit instead of sugar these days? Absolutely. But, um, I still love me some silicone and dimethicone on my face. So do I need a little extra chemical vitamin A every now and then? Um, yes. And, and I, I want to preface this also. We can't always um, take care of ourselves when we're younger. So I grew up in a very traumatic environment and I love and forgive my parents because I did the work to do it. But what I didn't realize until I got older, Tony, was my mother wasn't able to teach me how to be a woman. So I didn't wash my face. I mean, I'm just throwing it all out there. I didn't know how to take care of myself. So by the time I was like in college, I mean, this was a clogged gross. I mean, you can look at pictures of me from my 30th birthday party. And I still, this was before I figured out how to take care of my colon. I had cystic acne all here because all of this is gut, right? So um, sometimes you do need a little help to get over the hump, right? Like, um, I'm never going to be 100% clean. I don't think it's possible personally. I don't think you should hold yourself to the judgment or expectation. So if I need help with my blackheads, I'm not going to go get a peel. I'm going to work on using an exfoliating toner. And every now and then I will pop some retinol in my T-zone or I will do an at-home lactic acid peel. Um, but again, very discerning about the acid from where I purchase it. I have a tribe that puts me on board with the right things. So I don't, cause if I don't look good, why would you trust me? <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> oh, very, very true. 
Oh, I love this so much. Okay. So I'm busy. I work a lot. If I have five minutes to put on makeup, what should I put on? So it's funny you asked that. When I used to be on television, I actually, I'll have to send it to you. It's an older video. You got to dig for it. But I did my makeup in five minutes live. Um, and so like, you'll see me, I'll do awesome. all this with my lipstick. But so yeah. this is what I suggest. So if you've only got five minutes in the morning, moms, um, here's what I suggest. You'll buy an eye primer that's got a little bit of pigment to it. Mac makes some really good ones or a shade stick or just an eye primer. So you're going to buff that on and then let it set. Put what we call a, a transition color or a prime color, a matte skin tone color, one to two shades darker. And you're going to just buff it right here back and forth with a windshield wiper. And then I put my foundation on. I'll throw a little waterproof mascara. Um, while the waterproof is drying, I'll work on a little bit of brow, throw on some blush. Cream blush is amazing for just about everybody. And then a neutral lip done and done. Nice. nice. That, that sounds amazing. I'm going to have to practice that with you because already I'm thinking, oh yeah, you could do that in five minutes. That sounds like that would take me like 20. <laughs> no, I maybe promise. Not. Maybe not. Maybe Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and remember, oh, I love it. there are no rules to makeup. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, yes, you need someone like me, um, but I don't like, I'm still that person that believes every woman can wear a red lip. Every woman is beautiful. It's about finding you and then putting it here. Oh, I absolutely agree. Absolutely. Um, Okay let's, let's talk about products. Yeah. Cause I sent you some pictures of a couple of weeks ago of what I'm currently using. I have since added a few just because I was going to an event okay. um, where I wanted like some special occasion. I basically, I needed to pick out some stuff fast and I wanted to add some juice. Um, so I want you to pretend you're a very judgmental person okay. and tell me if my stuff is good, if it's cleanish, okay. if it's well-performing and what you would use instead. Do you want me to look up the photos, Tony, or are you going to show me? I'll show you. Okay, I'll show perfect. you. And then we can always edit in the photos if we okay. want the lovely folks at home to be able to see better. Yay. Okay. So one of the first things that I put on is I have an eye pencil and a brow pencil and they are both from beauty counter. They are very well loved because uh, they're super, super short now. And, um, and all the writing has worn off. So how do you feel about beauty counter eye products or even just beauty counter in general? Um, although I'm a huge fan of certain, certain, multi-level marketing companies. Um, not a fan of beauty counter. Don't like the product. Don't like, um, don't like the selling aspect of it. Um, when they first came out, they were pretty good in the game. Um, and the other thing I want to tell you is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you like it, like you're never, I have been wearing double wear since 2006. I will never not wear it. You just, it's so good. Love it. Um, just love it. Yeah. Yes. You know, if I want to incorporate a little bit of live tinted into it, you know, for some natural beauty, I mix mm -hmm. it in. But if you like the products, Tony, and they're working for you, stick with it. But can I find you better options? Yes. Okay. Do you have a cleanish pencil that you like, or there are several that you like? Um, I would say maybe, maybe what we should do one day is because I, I can't quite pull them up in my head at the moment. Um, Live Tinted is definitely one of my favorite cleaner brands. And I believe they just came out with some eye pencils. Um, cool. Maybe we should go to Credo one day. Oh, and, that'd and be shop so with fun. You. Yeah. So and we could film it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that'd be fun. So we, we, I could do beauty concierge on you live. Maybe oh. that would be fun. 
And oh, actually Credo told me too, they'll let me teach a class there and in beauty will support it. I just have to organize it. So it would be fun to have a clean beauty smoky eye night. Yeah. But I have a course I teach called beauty in the brunch where I'll yeah. have like women, um, they'll, they'll, they'll get a brunch together at one of their homes. Mm-hmm. And then while everybody's sipping, eating and drinking, I pick one of the women and I do her face for everybody. So everybody gets a lesson. One person gets the application. And then I go do the judgments by Jennifer and they get, I get five minutes with each of them. And I tell them, keep this, throw this out. <laughs> we go grocery shopping in their cosmetics bag. <laughs> judgments by Jennifer. I love it. <laughs> judgments by Jennifer. <laughs> okay. My next must have, I always, always, always put on a mascara. And what I'm happen to be using right now is Pacifica. Okay. Um, and this one is like a water resistant version of it. And I just do normal black. I used to, my mother told me that because I'm fairer, I should do a black brown. Um, but then I started doing black and I just never went back. Um, I don't know why my mother said that. It's an old school beauty routine, right? Like, like the old school beauty routines still use Noxzema or they still use Dove soap, like, but your mother's Dove soap is very different than our Dove soap. Um, so cold cream, there's actually a clean cold cream that I actually recommend to people. Um, yeah. I know it's from Alpen Beauty. I'll have to tell you about them one day. They're fabulous. They're out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Cool stuff. Um, I personally, because I, I emote so much. I have to wear waterproof everything on my eyes um, because I'm, I'm oh, just- Even your shadow is waterproof? No, but I mean, it's pretty long wearing and then I wear a- Oh, gotcha. But um, if you Maybe like- that's what I should be doing too, because I will tell you if yeah. I'm like my work from home days, my Fridays, usually my makeup stays in place, but every single day at work, Every single day, I always wind up with smudges on my eyelids um, from my mascara or my eyeliner, or I don't know what, maybe my eyes are just more wrinkled and they're like rubbing. No, you work around a lot of water, Tony. Think about it. Like, and then I don't know if that, um, I, do. I don't know if your, um, is it your ozone machine? No, I didn't know if there was something else in your office that produced humidity, but that's what I found with like most natural I, I personally, the older I get, I can't do it. The only one that I have found that it's decently long wearing, that's clean. Michelle turned me on to it. It's called talk mascara and you can get it at Credo. It's T O K. Um, and maybe during editing, Michael can pull up a little image of it, but, um, I, it's the only one I have found that's clean ish and decently long wearing. If you're having smudging issues, you could just be, I mean, you have really nice skin and you take care of it. So when you have really good skin, it will tend to produce sebum more. So you're always going to look radiant as you should. So it just might smudge on you more. We might need to tune you up to waterproof products, Um, but try the talk. Okay. We may need to get you a different type of primer. Well, and sometimes, and so I don't use a primer at all. So you will have to introduce me to the world of primers if I'm being really fancy or if I really want to try to get it to last longer, um, cause I usually don't wear eyeshadow at work, but if I'm being fancy, I will take my mineral powder and I'll put that on my eyelids just to mat it out, dry it out. No, no, no. So that's, it's that's not good. as oily. Yeah. That's okay. an old school technique. Okay. Awesome. I'm not too far off. Not too far off. Um, okay. So next is my mineral powder. Um, actually not next, but we'll go ahead and talk since we're talking mineral powders. Um, I do not, I rarely, rarely, rarely use full face foundation. Um, just because I honestly, because I haven't found, I've never used the, the double wear that you like. Um, and so I'll, I'll do a concealer and then I'll do powder over it. Um, so this one is, I think I just got it cause it was at whole foods. Yeah. Honestly, like if I'm being honest, um, and it's just a normal pressed foundation powder and that's it. I have no idea what's in it, 
I just assume because it's whole foods, it's better than what I could get at Walmart or target. Yeah. Am I, am I wrong in saying that? Or is that? No, you're right. They're actually like target and, um, target and Walmart are actually picking up the trend. Um, good. Good. I would still go to Credo. Um, but, um, yeah, everyone's kind of picking up on the trend. So some things are better than others. Um, again, the Dallas thing only, or are there many Credo? I don't know all the locations, Tony, but I know, um, I know they've got a store in New York, I think as well. Um, yeah, they're fabulous. I mean, I could just be in there all it's like our heaven. second highest city with um our audience is New York. It's the Dallas area and then New York. Cool. It's interesting. I'm not sure why. It is fascinating, right? Yeah. Um, if you like that mineral powder and it matches you, I, I I and you don't need to wear again, you're not in my world. So yeah. um it well, was like- I can't too because it at work now going out, going to church, something like that, that's totally different, but at work specifically it wearing foundation does me no good. In yeah. fact, half the time I don't even wear the powder because by 10 o'clock in the morning, it's all on masks that have been thrown away yeah. and, and it all Not comes good. off anyway. And you shouldn't have anything. If you have to wear the masks, you shouldn't have anything on your face. Cause you're basically just rubbing it back into the skin, like pushing it in further. And, um, no, and you're, you're beautiful. So you don't really need to have it on anyway. If you want a little concealer, just to kind of, you know, sometimes we all need to look more awake, even though maybe we shouldn't be drinking coffee in the morning Girl. or <laughs> in the break up with coffee. No, I know. No, it's okay. Laura muscle tested me and I was like, dang it. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but no, like it's not appropriate for your career at the moment to wear makeup. If you're going to a dental convention, whole nother story, right? right. So right. Uh, a dust of powder won't kill you if you do it at work, but um, concealer first and then powder second is fun. Um, mm. in a perfect world. I'd love to get you in maybe a tinted moisturizer one day. Mm. Mineral powder. I yes. just don't see you I need to show me some that are good because I've tried tinted moisturizers in the past and I feel like the, like, I just haven't found a good color match and then it looks weird. And then I don't like it. We're going to go to Credo one day with you. Okay. Fun. It'll be fun, fun. fun. Okay. Now you're talking about concealer. This is a good one because I feel like I probably do this. I probably put on concealer like everybody did in the nineties. Um, but I have no intention of, of stopping. So that's it. I love the honesty. Yes. So what I'm using right now is well people, um, biocorrect concealer. And it, I, I found a match pretty easily. It seems to work pretty well. It stays on decently well. And, and I at least try to find stuff that's like paraben free, like super, super junk free. Um, so hopefully it's cleanish cleaner. Um, but I do, I get dark circles and I'm fair complected enough that if I lose five minutes of sleep, my, my eye circles don't look all that great. And if I'm dehydrated, then they don't look all that great. Um, and so I feel like a frequent makeup mistake of mine is the inverse raccoon look where I'm lighter under my eyes than yeah. anywhere else because I'm putting it under my eyes. Um, so to set, set me straight. Is that a nineties trend? Does this make me an old lady? Does it make me Gen X? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I would say I'm Gen X, so no, that's not a bad thing, but right. um, I'll say this. Instead of just doing the triangle, think mm-hmm. of your face as a diamond. Okay. So do this versus just this. Does mm. that make sense? So when you're putting on your concealer, mm-hmm. there, there are a lot of techniques here, but you can put it here. But as we age, 
like, so from me, um, I, I, as you know, I'm a clincher and clinching has prematurely aged my jowls because I have chipmunk cheeks. So sometimes when I put my blush on, I'll go back and dust a little bit of concealer here just to keep the eye moving upward, but we're still, but blending into my apple, it might be hard to see here. Okay. So what I'll, okay. I'll typically do is, and then everyone's different. You have a prominent hairline like me. So I like to do just a little bit of concealer here and then I'll, I'll have my foundation here, right? And blend it in there. So I've got a little, if I were to look into the sun, where would a spotlight hit me? Okay. Make sense? So that's yeah. how we teach how to use bronzer. Where does shadow hit you? So yeah. lightness pushes things forward. Darkness pulls it into the background. So if you're worried about the raccoon, just do a diamond instead of a triangle. And then that means you can do a little down here, a little right here. Again, I got a Lebanese nose. I don't care if I highlight it. I do the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does that help? No, that's awesome. Yes. And okay. I do, um, my nose isn't Lebanese, but I have a very prominent, <laughs> prominent nose. Um, and so I will. So if I know that I'm not going to have a mask on a whole bunch, if I'm being more intentional with my makeup, then I'll actually put concealer on my nose because it kind of mats it out. And I feel like it is less prominent yes. than, than not. That's why I like the diamond. Because That's super it, smart. Yeah. It just feels like a little flash of light in the center and yeah. then just make sure it's a soft blend. So yeah. if your concealer is like a couple of shades lighter, then mm -hmm. I also suggest, and all you want to wear is concealer, tune the concealer down a little closer to your skin tone. Mm -hmm. So we have one for days where you want to be brighter. Mm -hmm. color, talk about color correcting. That's a whole nother conversation of technique. And also tools make a difference and your technique makes a difference. Oh. So I'm going to tell you one thing I see a lot of women do. Flat brush versus fluffy. Fingers versus brushes. Mm -hmm. Flat brush is meant to pick up a lot of product and streak it on the face. Okay. Well, most concealers in today's world are pretty potent. Concealers just concentrated foundation, let's be honest. So um, I like to use a fluffy brush because I will put down less product and get better coverage and less texture. So you just kind of buff it on and then you can pat, pat, pat any lines of demarcation that you see. So I would recommend tuning down if you're just going to wear concealer by itself on the days where you're semi-masked. Yeah. Um, and then on the days where you do your powder and your concealer, then you can tune it up to brighten. And the good thing about your powder is, Tony, if you brighten too much, the powder will soften it. Yeah. Does that help? Yes, that does help sweet. <laughs> okay. Let's pivot just slightly because I saw in your notes that you would be excited to talk about makeup and beauty therapy as it relates to oral health. So tell me, tell me what direction do you want to take this in or, or what do you want me to talk about first? So this is what I discovered, I, I say it from a personal standpoint. First of all, I'm just being honest, Tony. I'm so blessed that I didn't realize how expensive dental care was. And I didn't realize as a trauma survivor, like, like I told you, like I've, both of my parents have $80,000 mouths because they destroyed their mouths clenching. And my dad was so embarrassed that he made my mom go get implants. Cause you know, that's a recognition of the abuse, right? Her teeth look shitty. So, um, I want to hear two things from you. I was so blessed. I, if my dad hadn't paid for my dental care, I don't know what my teeth would look like right now. And I didn't realize how important a smile is to translating beauty. And like you said, a natural smile. Um, and then also so many dental products break our face out. 
Um, so when I say, and then like you, my dental hygiene was greatly affected by my background. And then once I figured out, I think taking care of your mouth is so important, but I have to be honest and admit that it's a luxury service. I mean, if I didn't have the money to come see you, what would I do with that cracked crown? I'm just grateful to have the money. So I'd love your perspective on that. How do we have a healthy mouth when dental care is so damn expensive? Because it certainly affects your face. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And our airways, our breathing, that affects our smile and the aesthetics of our face, our entire facial structure. Um, But you're, you're absolutely right. And that is something, especially having a practice that's more holistically focused. Um, because if you're, if you are someone who is eligible for Medicaid, then there are resources for you to get mm-hmm. dental work done. I didn't know that. But it's mainstream, mm-hmm. very mainstream. If you're someone in the Dallas area who has AIDS and HIV or HIV, there is a clinic just for serving those people, a dental clinic. Um, like there are, there are resources if you're okay with mainstream, but that that's extractions and dentures. That's not, that's not crowns. That's not veneers. Um, that's for sure. Nothing holistic you better believe they're going to stick some amalgam in there versus composite. If that's what they have available that day, um, they're slapping fluoride on everything. And so it is absolutely important to me. And that's why, that's why I'm so passionate about, honestly, about growing practice so that through my practice, we can be able to have the access to do some charitable work for free. We currently have a program called First Fruits Fridays, and it was um, part of just my my prayers on my morning commute when I had an office in Midlothian and was driving back and forth from Richardson. Um, and so you know, I had decided that when we opened Flourish, that we were going to incorporate First Fruits Fridays, where we would, because I knew that it would be a while before I would have money to give back to God. So at least I could give back some of my time and some of my labor. Um, And so the first Friday of every month, um, right now we're doing free dental care quarterly, And then the other first Fridays, we try to incorporate some other community service just with the team. Um, But I, I absolutely think that people deserve access to a certain type of care and a certain level of care. Um, And so my goal is that we take these first fruits Fridays, which right now are, are fairly small. Um, it's just who can fit in my office and the patients that we're able to see in a given amount of time. And I am hoping to be able to turn that into a nonprofit that can grow um, and be able to serve many, many, many more people. So you're absolutely right in that it is an injustice and it's a disservice and we're trying. So, so just keep praying with us and pray for us that we are able to expand that the way that we want to expand it. You're right. I didn't think about that. Like Sam, he works on veterans for free. Um, don't even get me started on the VA. I had no idea how I didn't even, my daddy couldn't serve because he had heart issues. But when I had to help veterans in death care and trying to get their DD-214s and realizing how little they're supported. So it was neat Mm -hmm. to watch Sam does something similar. And then I didn't read through all of your email, but again, the one where you were picking five families and because I, again, I didn't think about what a blessing my dad did for me, setting me up with, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like you're having, you and Sam are having to help repair what I've lived through, but what a blessing. I just, 
you, I can't put that in perspective what my dad did for me. My dad was the only man in his household where he was being cared for with dementia. He was the only person that had all of his teeth in his mouth, Tony. And like, I was, you know, cause you ain't going to brush an Alzheimer's patient's teeth. Right? right. But I was so impressed with how strong his bones were. And again, I didn't understand the mouth gut connection. Mm -hmm. I told you I kissed that guy and he smelled like a musty old house. Oh my God, you don't brush your teeth or you don't floss, you know? And so I love what you were offering because it didn't occur to me that you have families of decay. Yes. Like, I think you said that like you, like you help the whole family if they can't afford it. Well, that, so I, I promise y'all, this was not intentional, but you are plugging all of my things. So thank you. That is, uh, that is, that one is not for free yet. That is okay. a paid program for patients. I misunderstood um, it. But you're, you're super smart. Like that will be something that we can add on to the first fruits program at some point too. Um, but no, that is because you're absolutely right. Decay is a family condition because the bacteria that causes cavities is a transmissible bacteria. Uh, same thing with gum disease. That's a transmissible bacteria. So you got to get it from somewhere. And it's usually wow. whoever you're sharing a house with, whoever's blowing on your food and giving you baby kisses and all that good stuff. Um, so the, the email that you're referring to is our newest program called the cavity cure 90 day accelerator, where we are taking these families and we're going to take them through a program where it's because man, I, it just ticks me off so bad when people come in for their cleaning thinking that that's solving their problems and that's preventing decay and that's their preventive work. And the dental team also thinking that that's solving their decay and preventing dental work. It's not, it is not. The only time magic happens is if we can teach you what to do at home, if we can coach you on your diet, if we can give you the strategies to do what needs to be done at home. Because when we clean your teeth in 30 minutes, your biofilm is reforming. Oh my God. We have got to talk about that because I didn't 30 minutes. So wait, are you, Tony, are you saying, and if I'm getting off track, tell me like, I'm going to just sound stupid, but again, I, I had one of the best and hardest lessons of my life when I turned 19 and I first went to college and I never took care of my teeth the way, again, learning I did, I wasn't taught, right. I, I just yeah. had to survive. And then I get back to Dallas after hanging out in college in Colorado for a second. And I went to culinary school and, um, didn't have a good dentist, but again, I didn't, I didn't know that dentistry could be just like all systems can be very taken advantage of. Right. Yeah. Um, and I had to get I think I had not five or eight cavities. So like I literally would go to culinary school, get out, and then I'd have to go lay down in the chair and I would fall asleep. He had to do so many fillings on my back because I, I didn't understand. I didn't floss for one year and I have so many teeth in my mouth. And so then like you, I didn't realize, oh, trauma caused, um, I had very sensitive gums from the clinching. And then everything. Right. And my stomach inflammation. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or I didn't know that when my, uh, I can't, I gotta stop saying my colitis when my itises were acting up, mm -hmm. it didn't matter how clean my mouth was. My pipes were dirty. Yes. And like, yes. Oh my gosh. So I didn't. So, and so if your oral microbiome had been in balance and had been in a healthy place, then chances are when you moved away to school and if you had stopped flossing for a year, if your microbiome had been healthy, you could have tolerated that without getting a, a whole bunch of cavities. Oh my God. Like you just like, you just blew my mind because after that moment I was like, I will never, ever, 
ever not take care of my teeth. So I go four times a year because yeah. then I got taught about the margins. And then I, again, I, I finally found, I know, bless your heart. You know, so much about dentistry just because you've had to be such a frequent patient. And again, like you said, the, the blessing that I was able, I've been able to afford it because that you could. Yeah. 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 So that's what I have always been a teacher at heart, a coach at heart. Yeah. I am a sit knee to knee face to face kind of girl. I can, I can help you with my words and my coaching and passing on knowledge so much more than I can help you by sticking my hands in your mouth and doing dental work. And so that's really what we're trying to shift, what we're trying to change. And so I, I don't know of any other program like this in the country. Um, so far, I hope more people copy me. Um, and when I get some really good case studies, we'll show them so that hopefully other people will copy me. Oh yeah. But, um, and, and that's, that's where we really, where the rubber will hit the road too, because we're going to do some really cool salivary testing before and after the 90 days so that we can make sure we are seeing improvements. We're doing pH testing at the beginning and at each in-person visit. Um, we're including virtual visits where we're doing health coaching on gut health. Oh my goodness, Tony. And I, and I know that this process will work so strongly that if we don't see results in those 90 days, if your saliva test isn't showing improvement, then I will personally work with every single one of those families for free once a month in strategy calls until they do. Oh, Tony, you do God's work. We're going to, we're going to make a shift. And the only way I know how to make that shift is one family at a time. Yeah. Focus creates, you know, the diversity. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if I can ever help, um, with that family, like if they ever have a type of graduation before and after, um, I'm happy to offer to come up there and do their makeup. Um, because oh, some you know, fun your idea. smile is so yeah like I actually got to work with domestic abuse survivors once because we you don't realize we all want to feel pretty right and how important is it if we can have nice skin and a nice smile right and that I love it so I am so glad to like Tony you are fabulous you're this fabulous is- Oh my God, this is so much fun. I can't wait to do your makeup one day. And then I need to hear your, I don't know if you want this for the podcast, but uh, your makeup trauma story is very common. I mean, I haven't heard it yet, but I appreciate your emotional integrity to be able to articulate that to me that I'm not quite, I know myself and I've had an experience, Jennifer, and I know you do a great job, but I'm not there yet. That's one. We can totally put that on the podcast. I I have no problem sharing that at all. Uh, so just to, to give everybody context, um, I had a photo shoot today, actually. Um, and it was just a branding photo shoot. The team wanted some new pictures to use for social media. I hadn't had professional photos done since before we opened in 2019. Um, and so it was time anyway, just to do some updated photos. And, uh, Jen and I had already been planning and coordinating this interview. And so she's like, Hey, that'd be so fun if I could do your makeup. And I was like, yeah, that would be so fun, but not for this. I love it. I love the honesty. Because at the photo shoot that I did previously and really several times, um, many times when I've had my makeup professionally done, I feel like I don't look like myself yes. and especially this last one. And so the photos that you see on our website, um, those were all done around the same time before we opened, before we, you know, finished the website. Um, And I will have patients who come into the office. Well, especially if I'm in scrubs and my hair is all tied back and I have less makeup on, um, patients will come in and look at me funny. Like, oh, that was, oh, that was you on the website. (laughs) Like other people don't think I look like me either. So I know I don't look like me. Um, so I, 
I was like, for this, these are lifestyle type of photos. I want to look like myself. And so that means even if I do my makeup bad or incorrectly, I need to do it for this so that I look like myself. And that's my, that's my background. That's my story, but I Can still I want you to do my makeup because the, no, the no, no. technique, the skill that I don't have. That'll be fun. It would be fun to like, it would be fun to like go shopping with you. It would be a day. It will we'll take our Friday. So I, but okay. it would be neat to also then, cause that's what I do. That that's really the whole beauty concierge thing. We can stretch it out over two days, but depending on the client, we go shopping and then we come home and do a lesson. Um, so because I don't want you to have something you don't know, you don't feel comfortable with because you're not going to use it or you're going to exactly. not trust me because you're like, what in the hell did you just tell me to buy Jennifer? You know what I mean? Cause that's why I tell people, I'm like, if you hate double wear, you're not putting it on right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. um, well, can I ask you this from a makeup artist standpoint, two things I've noticed the marketplace is diluted, right? So everyone knows how to do mm -hmm. my job but you're not me. You haven't been on local and national television and published multiple times and had to deal with all of the things. Mm -hmm. Um, so the marketplace is really diluted. You could pay $250 and get shit makeup. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like you just said, we have people that care more about being a service provider is getting to know you. If my spirit's not in check, I can't read yours. And a lot of times you're in a position of authority, right? Just like you are. So it's kind of like, mm. did you not feel comfortable with the artist, Tony? Because you're pretty comfortable articulating breakdowns. Why didn't you say anything or did you say something? Um, or tell me question. that experience. That's such a good question. You know what? I, I did not click with her very well and she was late. And it was, it was scheduled because the photographer collaborated with, worked with this makeup artist. Um, and so the photographer gave me directions to go see this makeup artist at her location. It wasn't near the studio. Um, she was late and took a very long time. She did the girls first because my girls were in the pictures. Um, and we were probably an hour behind mm. our time schedule. Um, so I kind of just wanted it done. We're over it. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't the right fit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, thank you for sharing that because I, I want more people to feel it's a two-way street that I've noticed. If you're not secure in your skin, um, it's hard for you to articulate it or what we find in today's world too is you're not this exception at all. If you pay too much attention to social media, I can't make you happy. I just can't make you happy because I'm not, I will look like you said, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing, I can't do that. I can't put 10 colors on your eyes or I cannot remove texture. Um, and then the other part of that is part of our job as professionals is to pull you out a little bit. But if you don't feel comfortable in what I do, you're not going to emote in the photo. So that's really helpful to hear because I've noticed on both sides, because um, I'm kind of like Laura, sometimes I can be very overwhelming to someone. Because um, I'm, well, I know, right? I'm not extra at all. Um, <laughs> and so, but then um, I've, I've had to learn that too, that sometimes we don't create the environment for you to feel comfortable to articulate it. So it's a two-way yeah. street. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. Uh, it's a good question. Cause I hadn't actually thought about it in that way. Oh, and you know, you said you, a lot of times people don't feel comfortable in their own skin. Well, it just so happened that the day before I had a huge cystic acne lesion pop up like huge pencil eraser size. I was calling the photographer, like, what do we do? <laughs> Should I reschedule? And he's like, don't worry about it. I got you in Photoshop. The makeup artist will cover it up really well. Um, and so that was a concern of mine too, was like, I was embarrassed and ashamed that I had this huge, huge cyst on my face. Um, and and she was having to put layers and layers of makeup on. And then I'm like feeling bad because she's having to contaminate her brushes. 
with this so cute oh wait no she should oh that's a oh yeah no well woof, woof, no, no hygiene's a whole nother conversation yeah uh, <laughs> sorry no i'm hoping she cleaned her brushes after she i bet she did i bet she did too no i'm not gonna lie okay here's a totally not clean conversation wait i'll show you this real fast. <laughs> those are my favorite kind yeah let me say because um i don't know if you ever grew up and watched the golden girls but absolutely okay so one of the like, best makeup artists of all times his name was maurice stein and he's he's um he has transitioned but he makes it is so not clean and i do not care this this bottle is worth everything to me because again in my world um th so he created cinema secrets and this is the only thing i will ever let my brushes touch my brushes don't okay. touch water um mm -hmm. because it's brushes need to be cleaned in a very specific way You're, you you might get pushed back on my response um this is basically barbicide for your brushes because it was um so there's nothing healthy about it but it gets the job done and it sanitizes it and it protects the brush because like um awesome and again, this might not be a, a fan favorite but i'm just being me and being honest i believe mm -hmm. in natural fur hair like natural hair brushes there are a couple of brands that i love but the older we get the more sensitive our skin gets and yes. some of these synthetic fibers can actually be very irritating mm -hmm. um so anyway keeping your brushes clean and in good condition i mean this is a 50 dollars fox hair brush i mean i explore so you shouldn't need to wash your brushes with water ever like water I and shampoo i've done before yeah because what are we doing? This is not attached to a living thing, right? right? So the only thing we're doing is getting water in the, I'm not saying it right, the ferrule of the brush. Yeah. yeah. And it's attached to glue. So yeah. guess what's going to happen right here? You're never going to get it clean and it's going to yeah. do. Mm. Um, so I like Cinema Secrets because it is quick drying. And mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I, so Dr. Laura's face can handle my brushes. I'll just put it that way. I don't do her makeup 24 okay. seven, right? Yeah. But, um, so this stuff keeps it clean and it preserves the brush and it doesn't get it molded or mildewed down here. And if you're investing in it good- It dissolves brushes, quickly or dries quickly so that it's not irritating faces. Yes. And I cleaned, like, this is so funny. Um, I'm going off subject, but when I was on that Dallas version of the view, I cleaned mm -hmm. one of the hosts. That's one of the first things I do when I teach the lessons. If I don't, if you're not keeping your kit clean mm -hmm. and I don't care, I have makeup, like Mac doesn't make certain products anymore. So I still have a very famous shadow from when I was 15. I'm mm -hmm. the only one that uses it and it's not going to go bad. Like it's fine. Yeah. I'm a, mm -hmm. a clean human, right? Not perfect, yeah. clean. So that's the first thing I check is how I cannot tell you how many women put their brushes in with their makeup and yeah, right. And it's dirty, right? Would you put your toothbrush in there, Tony? Probably no. not. No, so I would not. Brushes in there. Oh yeah. Oh, but what do I do? Okay. So what do I do then? Because sometimes I'm in a hurry and I'll do what I have time to do in front of my mirror. And then if I need to jet and do it on the way, then it all zips up and comes with me in the car at the red lights. Oh my God. I love how honest you are. I was going to say two things. I keep, keep it my real. brushes in like little cups and I keep them upright because I like to protect um, my investments. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I never travel with them, but I'll, I'll well, I use Ziploc bags. I mean, you know, we could talk about the plastic conversation there or, yeah. um, or, you know, you can buy like just an old school men's cosmetics bag mm -hmm. and then just keep them separately. Do just not keep the brushes in. separate from the makeup. It's okay. just, yeah. Just think of them as toothbrushes. Okay. I like that. I like it. And then, all right, full disclosure, when you travel with makeup, is your makeup bag dirty or is it spotless? No, mine's a little dirty. 
Okay. That makes me feel better about my life. Thank you. For sure. You can't like every now and then I like, there are some shimmer powders that they're so finely yeah. milled. Like my, some days my kit will just look dusty from it. <laughs> yeah. I, it doesn't matter how much I seal it. It gets yeah. all over one of my Zuka products. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. I think we covered just about everything. So much fun. Tell us. So fun. And we did, I mean, we did amazing on timing. We did about 90 minutes minus our tech issues. Yeah. Yeah. Look oh, at so much, Tony. I really, 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 I can't wait to see this. And I think this that- will be so fun. If it, I don't know that we have that much to edit out. Um, so if we, <laughs> If there's not that much to edit, because we didn't really have a ton of dead space. Um, if there's not that much to edit out, we may turn it into two episodes. Um, and then we'll uh, I'll share it with you. If it's something that you feel like you could put on. Oh, your I YouTube will. Absolutely. Then I just don't know how to. It. Is there a way that you can, can you upload it in a way that I can add it to my YouTube channel? I don't know mm. the tech part of that. Otherwise, I can just post and share. Good I guess question. I'll have to see what format the podcast is in. Yeah. I'll give you I'll give you access to all of it and then you can just do whatever is easiest for you. And do you have a YouTube channel, Tony? I do. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe I subscribe. Yeah. So all of our stuff goes up on um it goes on the podcasting network, so Apple, Spotify, um for just the audio version. And then the videos go up on YouTube and rumble just in case something ever happens to my YouTube. Oh my God. I know. Right. In oh, case God. I make the YouTube bots angry. Do you really? Have you made I, mean, the YouTube bots? I, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't gotten any warnings or anything yet. I didn't, I don't really I don't try to spread any fake news or misinformation. Okay. However, I also don't shy away from things that are um, controversial. Oh, there you are. I just found you. Oh, look at Dr. Laura. Oh. Oh, why you couldn't stay in the Crohn's disease? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to watch these. Oh can God, binge watch my stuff. There we go. Now I'm you know. excited. Okay. Yay. Well, thank you so much for doing this. This was so fun. You're so welcome. This was so, I'm, I'm really excited. You and I have a lot more to talk about. I know. <laughs> I'm excited about our credo trip. Yeah. All right. Well, I will let you go. I'll let our audience go. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next time. Um, and Jennifer, I will see you next time too. Yes, ma'am. Bye y'all. Thank you, Dr. Bye. Tony. You bet. That does it for this episode of the Flourish podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and that you had as much fun as I did. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.